did you um did you listen to the last episode by the way i haven't yet no well some asshole muted the audio in the intro so there's like two minutes of quiet oh so uh we're not going to do that this time oh dear Hello and welcome back to the movies Made Us Do It. Me and Matt are back. And this time there was audio in the intro, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good, sir. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. Doing doing good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to discussing Batman, yeah. Mask of the Phantasm. It's um, this is going to be a short episode, isn't it? Because it's not a very long movie. It's not a very long movie, but... Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, having said that, I've got quite a bit to talk about as we go through this. Because in, in my opinion, this is by far the best Batman origin story we've had on film. Yeah. Maybe the best Batman I, movie we've had on film. I mean, it's it's fucking brilliant. I, I, <laughs> like, I think... I honestly think it's you can make that case quite easily. I mean, like, th- there is that kind of... Um, there's that kind of nostalgic bias that I have when it yes. comes to 1989 being my favorite <laughs> Batman movie because I'm like that's yeah. the one, right? Yeah, and I, well, I think mine's mine's Returns, but sure. but for the, for the exact same reasons, and I think yeah. It, but but it, then I uh, then I'm, I'm I'm watching this and I'm reminded of how just how good this movie was, um, yeah. and and certainly is is a Batman origin story. I I really don't think you can go wrong here. This is this is superb. No. Well, I mean, it's based, it's based roughly on Batman Year One and Year Two. It's isn't kind it? of a mix of Year One and Year Two. I, w- I was thinking yeah. that there is definitely some because uh, you got is it the Reaper in Year Two or whatever yes. it's called? Uh, yeah, it's very similar. Which is basically who they based um, the Phantasm on was yeah. was the Reaper from from Year Two, and I I remember. I kind of like Year Two, by the way. That gets shit on quite a bit. I, I quite like. I, year like two. I, I was just gonna say I like Year Two, but Year One. Oh, Year is One is, is superb. And, and year one, like, year, and year two is 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 just just a, sort of a bit of a come down from year one. It is. It you need to temper your expectations going it, into yeah. year two. It's I, not Dark Knight Returns, and it's not year one. It's yeah. just a story, but as a story, it's fine. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, when did you first see this? Because I was a massive fan of the animated series growing yes, up. Um, but I don't think I saw this for for a while. I certainly didn't see it in the cinema. No, well, I don't think it got a similar re- release over here. That explains it. <laughs> so I think, I think it was supposed to, right. and I think it did a couple of festivals and things over here, but I don't think it got a wide release in the cinema over here. Ah, that that, uh, that, that explains it. Yeah, it did in the States, but not over here. And I think, um, so I, one of my first jobs was working in a petrol station. Mm-hmm. And um, next door was a... Was it in the bargain bin? No, no. Um, it was the, there was a car hire firm next door, and a guy that used to, one of the drivers used to come in and you know. Was he your dodgy DVD up. man? Not quite, but <laughs> we, we got into a conversation about superheroes and stuff, and he, I found out he was a really big superhero fan. And he said, "Have you seen this yet?" And I said, "No." And he he said, "Hang on, give me a minute." He went back, went to his car, and, and came back with a uh, a, a, a uh, pirate uh, VHS. Nice. 
And oh it was like, man, pirate VHSs. Like, that takes yeah. me back to my anime days. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, was, I saw this first on pirate. Um, nice. Not well. I, I'm. I was probably a year after it came out, maybe. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I I think I saw this a lot later. Um, like probably DVD by the time I saw it. I think. Um, obviously, I'd, I'd seen the animated series loads yeah. as as a kid and growing up, and then eventually I got all of the animated series on DVD, and then I got Mask of the Phantasm. Started get, getting the movies after that, and and obviously got Mask of the Phantasm. Um, yeah. So, I I guess let's get into it. Um, and and right off the bat, now I, one thing I will say, I'm very 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 thankful to this movie for not doing is chucking cgi everywhere yes it does do it in the opening and i think it's fine um it works get fine the cityscape. It's just buildings it's just the buildings and they're very square and but they are in the they are in the animation anyway in that in exactly. that animated that's, opening that's, for the that's show. what i mean that's why it that's why it works yeah. well here i think if it would have Absolutely. been the whole thing it would have been the nightmare but but the thing that really stands out is the score holy yeah. crap they they like they it, they were like okay we already already had a great score for the animated show let's yeah. get a whole goddamn orchestra and opera into give this a real kick in the you know kick in this kidneys yeah and, it, and yeah they ramp it right up at the beginning oh, of it's awesome and the i mean chills coupled with the the i love the way even the the way you you come through the glass of that you know the roof of the building and yep. it, it all pans out and it's and then oh it just rises and oh what a, yeah i i actually i mean like I, I don't think i've actually seen this since uh you know the 90s so it's it's been a long time since isn't it and it, it as soon as it was like oh it brings all the feels back doesn't yeah, it yeah definitely uh one thing i have just noticed i got the trailer playing here over and over on loop is we're is we're doing this through uh streamlabs and yeah. uh, i've just realized you know we just finished our halloween movies uh this yes. movie came out at christmas so it's, it's actually this christmas on the trailer so we've started <laughs> our christmas movies we've started today brilliant um so after that incredible opening, uh, we open on a uh, a crime meeting. Um, we've we've got this uh, this crime lord and his cronies. Um, they're they're basically meeting in the in the city. Uh, I think Chucky Sol, I think his name is. Yeah, and I love uh, it. As soon as he opens his mouth, it's like, oh, it's Mister Futterman from Gremlins. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um and and also i I should say you know obviously this 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 meeting uh he's talking about laundering counterfeit bills through their casino um, and then batman turns up and and right off the bat no pun intended if if you (laughs) are a fan of the animated series you will recognize the designs but it is noticeably more detailed and movie quality the animation in this this uh this movie um which is nice because it, it's still faithful to the designs of the animated series. It doesn't look different. Um, it's just more detailed. They've had more time to kind of make it more three-dimensional and more shaded and it looks cool. It's always been one of my favourite things about the animated series is that they just kept this really amazing 40s aesthetic. Yeah, it's the 40s aesthetic and, and the, the, they painted on black, didn't they? They started yes. with black and then painted on top with the light stuff. So you've got that constant darkness that suits Gotham yeah. so well. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's always got it's got this sort of amazing retro feel, but it's also got modern technology everywhere. So it's We discussed this last week, didn't we? 
or uh, in a in we were talking about something and i i mentioned batman the animated series as being yeah. one of those shows where it's out of time you've got like mm-hmm. a mix of time um which i always thought was like <laughs> it gets kind of comical later because of course you know as the justice league starts and superman's got his own show it's yeah. all connected in this universe and then it's <laughs> weird because like it's only in gotham where they do yeah. this <laughs> The forties were really fucking popular. You go outside the Gotham, nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, you you go outside the Gotham uh, city limits, and and no one drives these cars. Only in Gotham. Well, Metropolis seems to be perpetually stuck in the seventies or eighties. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so yeah. they've they've at least got that far. <laughs> yeah, or that like sixties view of the future. Um, but yeah, so here, yeah, like you said, it, it is um, it is that forties aesthetic, and I mean, it's beautiful. Even down to there's a, there's a scene later where um, Bruce gets the drink thrown in his face, oh, and God, yeah. surrounded by the, all those women. And I mean, they they they're just forties actresses. You've got like the blonde who's like Veronica Lake. You've got the you've fucking got, you know, terrifying girl with black eyes. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? I made a note of that. We'll we'll get to it in a bit. But that I was like, what the yeah. hell? Uh, it's because they no one even mentions it. It's just a weird thing. No. But it's like, yeah. why has she got black eyes? Um, but anyway, not not like black eyes as in she's been punched. I mean, literally, her eyes are black. No, yeah, she's got. She's, she's like a. She's like. Like a born on enhanced sense. psychic from Babylon 5. <laughs> Lita, Lita levels Lita, of black eye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Batman, uh, you know, obviously does what he does. He interrupts and he takes down uh, some of uh, Sol's followers, but but Sol manages to escape and he escapes into the garage. The and I love to get that, get that bit with the... <laughs> there's a guy under... The, he put, he, they're shooting at Batman and he, he flips the table onto yeah. one of them. And as, um, as the... As the Sol escapes, and as he's just as the Batman's walking towards Sol, because there's the guy underneath the table reaching for the gun, and Batman just <laughs> just slams his foot down on the table, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just puts the dude out. <laughs> uh, awesome. I mean, it instantly off the bat, we're, we're we're like shown, you know, Batman's a badass. If you've never watched the animated show, it's like here he's absolutely capable of taking down all these people, multiple people. Um, yeah. And one thing I always liked about the show as well, and and it's followed up here is that he is human he is a guy he takes punches he gets hit yeah. he gets knocked down he gets back up um always like that because it would be so easy just to make him you know basically superman but batman never gets yeah. hit he's always perfect and you know it's nice to see he does get punched and you know hit um but anyway chucky has escaped into the multi-story car park um but he meets the phantasm uh, comes out of the smoke and says, "Your your angel of death awaits." Um, and yeah, Stacy Keach. Uh, yes, yes, which is nice because um, Stacy Keach also voices a different act, uh, different character in the in the movie, yeah. and it's a nice throw off. Uh, yes, nice throw off the scent. I, I'm, uh, I'm not convinced I ever bought that it was who it's supposed to be, but sure, why not? <laughs> I by. I knew it was. I I guessed who it was by the end, but I'm yeah. not entirely sure it made sense. I just knew that that's clearly what they were doing. But yeah, I, I'm not. I well, we'll get to it because like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, okay, fine. But yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know why we're keeping this a secret. I assume you've already seen this movie. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to that point in the movie. Anyway, so um, so the phantasm. Anyway, I I think Soul's pretty sensible. Soul's like, I'm gonna run you over. 
Yeah, well, like, Chris thinks this. it's Batman, doesn't he? I think he, he thinks it's Batman because it's... Well, cause everyone in this movie thinks it's Batman, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he, he thinks he's Batman and then he realises uh, The only thing that I, I think is weird on the um, the, the Phantasm costume yeah. is that arm that looks like an old can opener. It is a little odd. Uh, it, it does kind of remind me a lot of the Reaper, or whatever he's called, from year two. Because he had a very similar arm thing, if I remember rightly. Was, I can't remember. I, I, have have a... the, I literally have year two down there, but it's just out of reach and I don't want to move away from the microphone. Did he have like a spiked ball or something? Oh, he did. Yeah, he did have a spiked ball. Do you know what? I'm going to look up the artwork right now. Uh, yeah. He uh, had something I... on his arm and it does yeah. kind of remind me a lot of that when I look at the, the Phantasm. And um, I think the original design for the Phantasm didn't have that arm, but I think some, somebody wanted it so that it was it, kind of... It would have looked so much better if they hadn't done that arm. Yeah. Oh, no, he's got a scythe. Yeah, he's got a proper scythe, spiked ball scythe. Oh no, it right. looks way cooler than, than the fucking Phantasm's thing. If yeah. the Phantasm was walking around with this, it would look awesome. That what they've done actually is a child friendlier version of <laughs> of this of the Reaper's uh, blades. They've given it the uh, the blunt kindergarten version. They basically have. So I see what they did. I think originally they probably were going to just use the Reaper, and then they were like, "You can't have this bloody bladed thing." So. They changed it to the Phantasm, and they made the blade a bit, a lot shorter. <laughs> I suppose it would also be uh, slightly more uh, difficult to think it was Batman if he's walking around with a massive <laughs> scythe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So Sol obviously realizes he's not Batman, and he tries to run him over. Um, but uh, of course, what he does actually hit hit the Phantasm over, and he comes back for another try. Um, but as he does it, the Phantasm disappears into smoke and has tricked Sol into to doing a tomorrow never dies no the world is not enough uh bmw yeah. out the window into the building opposite uh, i almost expected that german voice to be like thank you for driving safely uh, <laughs> yeah so so sol is dead uh and, and another thing here you know it's a cartoon it's for kids but they're not you know they're not hiding away from the fact no. people are dying in this film um so you don't see a body or anything but you well they he make, is dead they make it pretty clear that well he, is, he isn't getting out of that car no uh and in fact it, it's cemented because uh the, the next day uh well we see people below uh look up and they see batman don't they and they think yeah. oh it's batman did it batman did yeah. it um so the next day we have arthur picks, reeves the councilman well, well batman does pick up a sample of the, the glass yeah batman Good is stop. a bloody detective in the first 10 minutes of the movie as well <laughs> i mean <laughs> what is this they're doing everything right yeah it's almost like they know the source material yeah um so yeah yeah he does yeah he takes some of the glass and he does inspect it doesn't he with that uh, with uh well alfred's there but i think we get to that after this next bit because yeah. uh we cut to to arthur reeves the councilman he's given a press conference about batman being an asshole now because uh, he's killed someone yeah. Um, and he basically wants to hunt Batman down and stop vigilante justice. Um, and I love immediately we get Commissioner Gordon, James Gordon is like, uh, I know Batman. He didn't do it. Yeah. I, you can count me out of this. But of course, Bullock's there and Bullock's like, I'll do it. I will yeah. happily bring in the Batman. <laughs> yeah. I love, I've always had a soft spot for Bullock. Oh, me he's too. The, the, the episodes when Batman helps Bullock are the best episodes because he's so yeah. begrudgingly like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. He really hates him. He hates him. 
he really appreciates the help from time to time yeah definitely because there's a there's the uh there is an episode when bullock's guilt find guilty of something isn't it and and yeah and batman manages to solve it for him but uh, it's, it, that is, yeah he's great and, he's great and i love reeves is played by hart brockner who was ellis in uh die hard oh okay yeah so it's like oh he's playing another asshole <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, he does it so well. Well, I'd also forgotten, because um, we did Die Hard a while, uh, a, a while back. Well, probably I... Christmas. Yeah, yes, it probably was, yes. Um, <laughs> I'd forgotten that he was the um, the boyfriend in Super in the Supergirl movie. Oh, dude, I think I've deleted Supergirl from my mind. There, There, oh, there is it's... so little of that film that I remember that. I remember it is oh, cracktastic. There is so much that I love in that movie. I love... Right. <laughs> Peter O'Toole being Mr. Drunk wearing a cardigan, uh-huh. who's supposed to be Kryptonian. I love Faye Dunaway's witch. She's massively chewing the scenery. Oh, over God, the yeah, yeah. And completely, you know, batshit. There is so she's much. Like, she's movie. turned up from, like, Beastmaster or something. She's like, <laughs> yeah. well, you're in the wrong just, movie. She's from an entirely different universe. She's not really in the yeah. DC world. <laughs> or at least she's from, like, an entirely different superheroes movie. Mm-hmm. I love, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Slater, isn't it? It's, um, oh, what is her name? I don't know. Oh, that's going to annoy me. Hang on. I remember so little of that movie, honestly. Like, like in my mind, I just remember some of the more cracktastic parts of that film, and that's about it. Helen Slater. Mm -hmm. I thought Helen Slater was lovely and charming and really, like, sweet as... Is the is as that version of Supergirl? Sure. And, and then you watch the movie, and it's like, oh, what is this? This is such a terrible movie. It's awful. Yeah. It's yeah. real, really bad. But there's it so many awful. things that I like in it. Well, that that's that's fair. It's just one of those stupid movies. I'm not even sure I could watch it now. But I was just going to say we should review it, but I really don't think we should. No, I, I think, think we should I just think leave it alone. Alone. Um. So anyway, Batman, of course, stood outside the window hidden away so he's heard this whole conversation that he knows the police are after him and he knows that you know they're going to be blaming him so back in the bat cave uh we get alfred and, and bruce uh discussing um you know what's going on and then Batman's... the the because you get like a it gets that um it's like a press thing isn't it he's, he's telling the Yes, he's watching the press conferences from the back cave, isn't he? And uh, Alfred turns the TV off and turns and and was it the, the Arthur says something about him being insane or something? And 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 uh, Alfred says, "You are the very model of sanity, sir." <laughs> oh, by, by the by way, way I'm, you're, you're exploding I'm smoke bombs. Put your, you're exploding gas bombs away. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, he's he's our, Alfred is hilarious in this movie. Um, yeah. I, I love the bit later when Bruce is like, "You think you know me so well, don't you?" And he's like, "I bloody should do." I like, I race you yeah. since you're in I, Yeah, and uh, is it? Uh, oh, I'm gonna probably mess his name up here. Ephraim Zimbalist Junior. What an amazing Alfred! He's still probably he the best Alfred. Tremendous. Um, such an amazing. I I can't help but think of Michael Go. Yes, you know, like, and and yeah. and in reality, Michael Go was even even in nineteen eighty nine, Michael Go was way too old to be oh, yeah. used as Alfred, but he was so good as Alfred. Um, but this version of Alfred, uh, you you kind of buy that he's still probably young enough; he could probably you know 
put up a bit of a fight. He's probably got some skills. I yeah. I, don't, I didn't ever buy that Alfred Michael goes Alfred had any skills in anything other than being a butler. Um, you know, yeah. where is where is like you know Michael Caine's Alfred? You're like, yeah, okay, I could believe he'd be once yeah, he's probably think, a tough dude. And 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 here you think, a, yeah, you know, Michael Caine's always had a slight air of a of a bruiser, hasn't he? So For he's sure. You I know, mean, I guess his his movie history kind of helps. Exactly, that. yeah, that kind of helps. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so they're watching the press conference, and as I said, Batman is actually being a goddamn detective for once, as he's analyzing the glass. Um, and he's found this chemical on the from the glass on on Sol's car. Um, so we then see, I think we then see the councilman in his office talking to a, a woman on the phone. Uh, she is flying into town uh, after being gone for 10 years. Um, she's cu- coming to uh, sell some old finances and we'll find out who she is very soon. Yeah. Um, we're, we in, we're, we're like at a party, aren't we? Yes. At Wayne Manor, I believe. Yeah. And uh, Bruce, uh, you know, he's he's just... Uh, he, I think he confronts Arthur, doesn't he, about his, uh, he's, his Batman. He's He's surrounded by girls, isn't he? Oh, and this is the girl with the black eyes, yes. Yeah, um, he's surrounded by girls. Girl. You've got the Veronica Lake girl and the... Um, uh, oh, no, I'm going to forget the, the, the other actresses' names. You've got the, the, the 40s movie star girls. Yes. And then one comes in and apparently that's that girl is from an episode. Which girl? The girl that throws the drink over him. That would make sense. She's yeah. Apparently, she's from an episode. I don't remember. I don't, which, I don't like, remember which, but yeah, that that makes sense. An episode. So there's a reason why she she chucks a drink over him. Weirdly, by the way, girl with the black eyes. Don't want to keep going on about her too much, but um, they do later in later. Uh, I think it was Batman and Robin rather than Batman the animated series. Um, mm. they they do the Joker's eyes go all black at some point like that. It's a weird stylistic choice they make at some point later on in the series. Um, but for here, it's just oddly one woman has black eyes. Well, I think she, I know she's supposed to be East Asian, isn't she? Yes. I don't know whether that's... It's a bit odd, though, isn't anything it? Anything to do with it? I, I, I mean, other than just she's got very dark eyes, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange choice. It looks like a mistake more than anything, but it, it's yeah. obviously purposeful, I assume. But, um... Anyway, at the party, then, Bruce. I think then Arthur. I think Arthur, once she get he gets the drunk, the drink. Yeah, it's Arthur comes Arthur up to him, says, doesn't he? You know, uh, he, he reminds him of uh, of Anto- Reminds him of Antonia. Andrea. Andrea, sorry. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, it, it's it's really nice introduction because of course Bruce kind of wants to confront Arthur about Batman. Um, and his kind of stance on on taking down the vigilante, um, but Arthur, yeah, almost immediately comes back to him and is like talks about his his love life and and the the, the woman from his past, Andrea uh, Beaumont, yeah, the one that and got away, the one that got away, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a nice segue and it's a nice you know uh, it, it's a nice from this point on we start getting flashbacks and these flashbacks are fantastic. And you know what the one of the best things about this movie is. You get no, you get no flashback to his parents' death. No, we we never see his parents' death. We just see his parents' grave. Um, yeah. And is Bruce? I think Bruce leaves the the his own party and he confronts the portrait of his parents. 
Yeah. Um, and this it's, is it's great. Definitely... Very bare room, straight. It is a very bare room, apart from the portrait of his parents, and and we really get the sense uh, in this movie more than probably any other Batman movie. We really get to see how fucked up Bruce Wayne is in the head. Like yeah. he is not right in the head. Um, and uh, he he we see this flashback as he's remembering uh, back to meeting Andrea um, at the graveyard. So he was at the graveyard uh, visiting his parents' grave, um, and and while he was there he hears someone talking and he's like hey are you you talking to me and she's like no I, i'm visiting my fucking dead mother go away <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and then she's she's like oh that was bruce wayne and then he comes back and he's like i heard my name were you yeah. talking and it's like leave her alone bruce <laughs> she's yeah grieving daughter you weirdo creepy lech go away <laughs> Uh, but anyway it works um she she obviously knows who he is bruce wayne he's pretty well known um and um I love it. she says that was it she says to him um hey you, you've got all that money but why is it you always look like you want to throw yourself off a cliff <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and of course he starts kind of flirting with her as they walk towards her car she gets in the car uh on the way uh he mentions that he he made a vow uh, yeah. to his parents when they died and uh, as she's about to drive away she asks him have you have you kept that vow and he smiles and he's like so far yeah um bruce has not been happy since his parents death he is mourned and well not even i don't think he's even gone through the grieving period he's just focused intently on on their death and and you know justice and everything else and and here i think we see that the first time that bruce is like oh there's some happiness potential happiness here i've met someone you know um but of course bruce is like this this is why i think this film is so well written that the parallels are great so the first time he meets andrea that night is the first night he goes (laughs) out fighting his batman so you've instantly got this choice well not as batman not well as crime fight so he's got two choices he's got two paths he can go down one is with andrea and the other is as batman so the 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 first night he's going out crime fighting is the same night or the night just after he's met andrea um so we're seeing we're seeing the path not taken which i think is really nice in this movie yeah i was gonna say uh Andrea, voiced by uh, Dana Delaney, who yeah, uh, fantastic, great vocals. She went on to do um, to be um, Lois Lane in the Superman yes, series, and did a great job as that too. Yeah, and she's currently in uh, Tulsa King, the Sylvester Stallone series. I'm I hearing good things about that. Uh, I've yeah, not checked out yet, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I am hearing good things. Um, so yeah, Bruce. Uh, you know, like I guess he's just like, well, I'll just wear a leather jacket and and put on a balaclava and I'll, yeah. off I go. Um, and he he goes out to fight crime. Um, and uh, there's a group of thieves. They're holding. I think they've tied up a policeman or a guard. Yeah, I guess um, it's a guard. Yeah. Um, and he. I mean, Bruce takes them out. He's good. He's good. Yeah. But the problem is, they're not scared of him. When they see him, they're like. You know what are you gonna do about it? You're just a dude. Yeah, in a, in a dude a glamour. So, and also, I've got a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I am heavily armed. Uh, of course, Bruce takes them down, 
but the next morning we see he's got a lot of wounds he's like bandaging his well, wounds and injured we do, we do get that one of them escapes and you get that really cool chase yes time on the on the, when he's on the um on the truck yeah which is which is really good it is it, and and again that kind of uh, mirrors what he would end up doing with batman as batman later yeah um I always remember that great episode of uh, the animated series when there's an invisible car. I don't know if you remember that one. Oh, I don't remember that one. Well, he jumps he jumps on top of the invisible car and it's like driving down the road and then this guy sees him drive past. He's like, he can fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, that was an aside. But um, yeah, so uh, so yeah, the next morning, Bruce is, is bandaging himself up. He's obviously got quite injured. Um, and, and, you know, Alfred's like, I, Alfred, you can tell Alfred's a bit alarmed and he's like, I, I yeah. can't talk you out of this, can I? He's like, no, no, this is what I'm going to do. But Bruce is crushed because they weren't scared of him. Yeah. It wasn't enough. Um, And he, he couldn't, as a result, he didn't feel like he could control the situation properly because they weren't afraid of him. Yeah. Um, But of Which course... Is itself, is that when you think about it, it's like most superheroes who sort of like fight crime and things, you think... Yeah, you just he goes in, they, they fight the bad guys, and, and then that's it. Like, how do you get to the point where you? No, I want them to be fucking scared of me. I want them to be really frightened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, uh, the the great writing of this this show, Andrea turns up. Um, yeah, he's do. he's in the garden doing his kung fu. <laughs> um. I think it was I mean, Taekwondo. He, I can't remember yeah, what it was. It's, there was Jiu-Jitsu. It's Jiu-Jitsu, was it? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. And um, he's he's a little bit um, sarky with her when he's like, it takes years of practice. And yeah. She, and and she then she takes him, him out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that impresses him. You can tell immediately. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, cool. Um, and they have a little romantic tussle. Yeah. And we, we kind of see that, that they... they they begin a romantic relationship at this yeah. point. So we, so we she got... does say to she does say to him when she turns up, she's like, "How come you didn't call me?" It's like, does do everybody you meet call you? I she's mean, like, usually, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, and again, as we leave this flashback, we we see you know he's starting on a different path here. Mm. His crime fighting career has just started. But he's maybe he's gonna go with the romantic relationship. And a, I love this. Is this the first scene where we we start getting this happens a couple of times in the movie where Alfred comes in with drinks and sees them yeah. kissing and turns around and walks back out again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we see he's you know maybe he's gonna go the romantic option rather than the fighting crime option. Yeah. Um. But of course we're we're back to the party in in the real world. Um. And um. We then see a different crime lord buzz he is visiting the grave of chucky soul the yeah. the good the guy from the opening and uh of course he hears the your angel of death awaits uh, a- again you know um and uh the, the phantasm has come for buzz um and uh his his henchmen useless henchmen are, are just kind of waiting they're, down the, they're at the car aren't they're they just waiting by the car they don't they don't pay any attention to this they're talking about they, they say oh the bat got him it got chucky <laughs> yeah yeah because of course now they're they're you know they're like oh god you know the batman kills now Holy shit. yeah um although i you know i thought about this and i was like it, you know guys at this stage 
And Chucky kind of killed himself. He drove out of a fucking multi-story car park. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I guess Batman might have been chasing him, but Batman didn't kill him. No. He kind of deleted himself. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. like, now this one, this one is definitely a murder, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so he... The, the... I love Buzz picks up quite possibly the heftiest looking pick I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. It's like he because he trips over the the, the, the the wheelbarrow full of dirt and stuff. Yeah. And that that uh, the pickaxe, but of course it gets broken by the uh, the phantasm's little bladey thing. Yes, his mini blade, his cute little blades. His cute little blade. <laughs> um, yes, uh, and uh, of course he tricks uh, Buzz into into falling into an open grave, which presumably the phantasm dug. Like, is this is like proper? The the phantasm is properly vengeful. <laughs> He's like, yeah. "You're gonna dig your fucking grave, motherfucker," and then wait for you to come visit. Um, and uh, but it, the weird thing is, is it, I don't think so because that the, the, there was a massive angel over it, isn't there? So I'm. Was it just a convenience that some very rich it's person... It's a very convenient, very yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe it was just a very convenient, uh, happy coincidence that there was yeah. an open grave at night. Um, With an exceptionally heavy... With an exceptionally heavy angel. Um, so, of course, he tricks him into, into <laughs> falling into the grave. Um, Buzz can't get out, and it seems like the phantasm leaves him, and he's like, oh my god, thank god. But of course, you know you know what's gonna happen. Um, yeah. the, the angel starts moving, and of course the phantasm pushes the stone angel down onto him, killing him. The bodyguards hear the cry, and then they see uh, what they think is Batman disappearing from the scene um, as they, they run to their boss, and they're horrified at what they see. Obviously we don't see it, but you can tell from the look on their faces, it ain't pretty. Yeah. They, they, you, you get, you get them looking down into the grave. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear, we, we, yeah. we fucked up. Um, We've, yeah. So anyway, Salvatore, uh, an I elderly. We think about that sort of thing. When, when, <laughs> what, what do those poor bastards do after that? It's like, oh shit, our boss Oops. is dead. Oops. <laughs> just walk away. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll just go work in Tesco. Or <laughs> I don't know. Well, what do you do? Other crime bosses in, in in Gotham. I wouldn't like, hire them. I'd be like, well, then what happened to your last crime boss? Oh, we were just chatting yeah. and he died. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, yeah. But anyway, speaking of crime bosses, uh, Salvatore, uh, a uh, an elderly crime boss. You know, he's got like breathing problems or whatever. Mm. Um, he's reading the uh, obituaries and he reads about Buzz and of course he already knows um, about Sol, Chucky Sol so he's like the Batman is killing people now this isn't good and uh, obviously he's he's kind of terrified by this news um, because obviously there is something linking these people together Yeah. Um, Arthur in the meantime has basically become real sort of you know fanatical against batman yep. um in fact i think this might be the scene where we get the uh batman waiting outside while the commissioner refuses to participate i think it might be this bit actually rather than earlier i think earlier was just a press conference and now we get the we need yeah. to kill the batman or, or like take him down um so yeah, get bullock you get bullock on bullock and him on the uh, roof don't you yeah With the, oh yeah they're like yeah he usually shows up right now Right, yeah, he's the world's greatest detective, you idiot. Yeah. Um, so Batman fucks up. Uh, he 
is collecting evidence from the uh, from Buzz's murder scene, um, but comes across his parents' grave and he takes a moment. He takes a moment there uh, at, at the graveside. Um, but Andrea, who he doesn't know was back in town, is back in town visiting her mother's grave and she sees Batman, who, yeah. who is kind of shocked to see her but runs away. Um, and of course, she, she looks and she realizes whose grave it is and she automatically is like, Oh, yeah. Batman's Bruce Wayne. Okay. That's that mystery solved. No, no messing around. It's, it's literally, well, I I mean, you could say the, the, the silhouette is... It's pretty similar. Probably, similar. but I mean, the look on his face as well. I mean, even if you can see the jaw, if he's someone you dated for a long time, yeah. and he's just stood there wearing a fucking mask, you're like, yeah, pretty sure it's you. You know? Like, You'd have thought so, yeah. You'd have thought so. Uh, but anyway, it's enough with the grave and everything she she puts two and two together. Um, of course, she has seen Gro- Bruce stood there in that exact spot where Batman stood. So, you know, yes. same height, same, you know, it, it works. Well it, well, it completely mirrors the earlier scene, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, so, o- Andrea then later is, is having um, dinner with the councilman. Um, but she's a bit distracted, obviously, because she's like, oh, my God, I, I you know, I know who Batman is. Um, meanwhile, Batman's across the street on a different building. Um, like creepy, creepy stalker. Creepy stalker Batman. Well, look, he's doing his job. <laughs> but at the same time, now that she, it's her, it, it yeah, it's creepy. Um, I always thought it'd be really funny if she looked across and just saw him. Was like, oh, just, yeah, yeah. Really awkward. Batman over there. Batman's stalking me. Um. And of course, we get another flashback. Uh, and I love this. This is my favorite flashback, by the way. Um, Bruce takes Andrea to the uh, World Fair, the Gotham World Fair. Yeah. And, and we get to see the prototype of the Batmobile and stuff. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Oh, it's such a good scene. Because um, she's like looking around and he he's just immediately like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, need. <laughs> I can I can work with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, Andrea invites Bruce to to come meet her father um and uh he agrees um and he's kind of he agrees with her and he's happy but he's also really angry and he says to alfred like he's he's like i didn't plan for this like yeah. i was what are doing i was vengeance in the night and now i'm love and stuff it's awkward um, and alfred's over the moon alfred loves yeah, it alfred's like sir please this is <laughs> this is clearly a healthier choice for you <laughs> yeah you know like um i mean we get a scene i can't remember i think it's a little later where where bruce is like look i'll just donate money to, yeah he's at the top beautiful scene he's talking to his, to his parents, parents. Right? saying yeah. you know let, let, let me do something else let me you know i never planned on this let please yeah let let, let i'll donate money i'll do any anything just just let me have this sort of thing yeah it's beautiful and i think this one of the things that this movie does so well is i buy the love story between these two characters more than i buy in any other batman movie or superhero movie um, yeah i mean that's probably not fair i mean i do buy like pepper Potts and tony stark's kind of relationship as that goes on yeah no i was just talking about the batman movie but certainly in batman oh my god i think like, you know <laughs> certainly uh i i don't the chemistry between um pfeiffer and uh Keaton is really good, but it's a different That's sort. That's good, but an entirely different work. sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. I agree. Actually. Uh. So anyway, 
uh, Bruce and Andrea uh, meet with uh, Carl uh, Carl Beaumont, who is uh, just finished talking to Arthur Reeves. Now, in this time frame, Arthur is working for uh, Beaumont's legal department. Yeah. So things are starting to link together. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, the the meeting's then interrupted um, by Valestra, who wants to speak with Carl. Um, and Bruce and Andrea are both suspicious of Valestra. They're both like, oh, this is what, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Bruce later uh, is, is with uh, Andrea when he spots this, this street merchant getting mobbed uh, or robbed by a, uh, a motorcycle gang. Yeah. And Andrea what? is like, what the fuck them... are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And one of them who looks suspiciously like Marlon Brando. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wild one. Um, so uh, he he immediately runs after them. Um, but uh, of course we we get to see again this this he cannot have it both ways because while he's fighting them off, he gets distracted by Andrea. Um, so so you he's starting to see like these two lives are incompatible. I yeah. can't fight crime and also be with Andrea. It's not going to work. Um, Again, you get that really cool um, jump over the bike, punch the. Oh, we get the Akira fucking yeah, yeah. The, the Akira that's, that's bike. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, it's Akira. It's Akira, except I think in Akira they do the kick, don't they? Whereas in this he punches. Yeah. But yeah, it is basically the Akira bit, which is awesome. Anytime you do it, I love it, and yeah. it's a nice homage. You know, it's fine. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he he realizes, you know, this isn't going to work both ways um and later that night of course bruce is like well need to design me costume and uh he's working on some sketches he's basically drawn the entire batman outfit except for the, the ears yeah so he's, he's almost there um but he it's finds he can the phantom or something isn't it, is it? yes yeah yeah and he, he scratches it all out he realizes he just can't get it working um and uh he this is when i think he confesses to his parents and yeah. He goes to the gravesite and he says, "Look, you know, I've, I've, I just can't do this anymore. I've got these feelings for, you know, for her, and I don't know what to do." Um, and it's a really sweet moment because Andrea turns up and she's just like, you know, you've told me now, and let's. Yeah, she know. said, I, "I think, I think they've answered your question." Yeah, I think they've, they've, they've answered for you. Yeah. Um, so you know, they head home together happily. Bruce has made a choice. Um, meanwhile, in the present, this does jump around a bit. <laughs> Apologies yeah. if I'm not explaining this terribly well. In the present, um, Batman is kind of uh, uh, he's kind of brought out of his memory because uh, this helicopter passes over, I think, and wakes him up, and he he, he heads home. Yeah. Um, no, doesn't he head to the, her apartment? Uh, I think it might be a. Is that later when? Because he dropped. I know Chucky drops her off. No, he? it's after. I think it's later. I think okay. it's later. It's later in these notes, anyway. Right. I've just found it later on, so it will cover it in the order that this is written in. If this is out of order, sorry, I'm using IMDb because I I fucked up and I thought we were recording this on Wednesday, so I watched this on Tuesday, and I, I my memory's terrible. So. <laughs> so I'm doing the best I can. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, the next day, uh, Reeves is approached by Valestra again, and uh, Reeves 
basically confirms that that uh batman is is attacking their people and this is you know reeves has obviously been dodgy from the start but this is our first kind of confirmation okay he's not good um meanwhile using his detective skills and the amazing bat computer which as a kid i thought was awesome like it's still kind of awesome now i love i love that like wall of a computer um again it's very 40s 50s tech Mm -hmm. which is cool you know it's it's that kind of like if we built a supercomputer in the 40s that's how it would probably look you know it takes up the entire uh entire wall um it's almost like everyone's in the 40s and batman's in the 60s in terms of his technology you know he's like slightly (laughs) ahead of everyone yeah he's just that bit more futuristic yeah um so uh so batman basically works out that the two dead men solemn uh and buzz were partners in a dummy corporation set up 10 years ago and there was a third person involved uh who is um sal uh valestra um so batman's basically like i need to confront valestra um and um alfred asks if if bruce is gonna see andrea when he's done um and he's like this is when he kind of gets angry with with alfred he's like you know you think you know everything about me and he's like you're wrong (laughs) and kind of storms off like a child in his batmobile (laughs) yeah he really does (laughs) um so uh batman heads to valestra's office and uh he finds a photo of carl uh beaumont with with valestra and the two dead men so of course you know he's now linked everything together things are starting to come together um we have seen a suspicious looking angular faced gentleman with them too yes indeed uh, i think we first see him in the car uh, in the car when um they're leaving the meeting with her dad aren't they he's in a he's, he's in a car like, outside yeah yeah um and later on he will do the uh the the batman 1989 thing of, of drawing the uh, lips on and stuff yeah um but anyway we get another wonderful scene as we get another flashback obviously seeing carl uh it, it flashes back to bruce proposing to uh to andrea and uh i love that as soon as she accepts and they're happy the bats come out of the cave that was below them yeah so they're basically on top of what is the bat cave um, and, and the parents say no yeah the parents of <laughs> yeah basically his there's two lives you've chosen one the bats are leaving yeah um but of course you know they're happy for all of five minutes because andrea returns home to her father um and uh, she she sees that some people have arrived to um you know to speak with carl um and she heads in he drops he drops her off doesn't he and of course the, there's that yes the, the angular gentleman who angular his gentleman the, the yes. car and it's leaving uh-huh um she goes in to tell her father the good news um and uh, we then cut to Bruce exploring the cave. And uh, he's he's kind of like, I think he's like saying, doesn't he say something like, oh, it is another cave, Alfred. So we, we like, there's bloody caves everywhere. It's a miracle this mansion stands anywhere. Yeah, I have always wondered about that. Just how, how stable the uh, <laughs> foundations, the, the are. foundations are of Wayne Manor. Um, <coughs> but uh, of course he's, you know, he's he's down there and he's happily exploring. But when he comes back, alfred sadly gives him a package and uh you know it's only been like i don't know it feels like it's only been like 30 minutes but yeah. andrea has returned bruce's ring i'm assuming a bit of time has passed here 
Um, yeah, at least a day or so, I'd have thought. Yeah. Uh, she's basically leaving town, and uh, she encourages Bruce to forget her. Um, and Bruce is clearly heartbroken, but in that heartbreak, he's like, okay, back to the plan. Back to yeah. my original... You know, I've been sidetracked. I've lost myself in this. I need to get back to what I was meant to do. And yeah. uh, for the very first time, he he dons the bat suit, and we get this great. It's it's such an overreaction from Alfred, but yeah. it's so awesome at the same time. We get that music swell, and he turns and and you know we we see the back of Batman, and we just see Alfred's reaction. He's like, "My God, yeah." Um, and then of course we just see the eyes. Because somehow putting that outfit on just makes his eyes gives it gives it the eyes. Yeah, it's cool. I don't it's care. No, oh, I was. So I've good. always loved the white eyes. Me too. Me too. I was. I was so glad uh, when they when they've done that before. You know, it's like, oh yeah, it's good to see the white eyes. The white eyes are cool. Yeah. Is it only? Is it only the bat flick that's done it? Uh well, they did do it. Uh, they kind of did it in Dark Knight Return. Uh, Dark Knight. Oh uh, yeah. With the, the like the the futury eyes. Which yeah. I never understood how that worked. It just seemed yeah. really disorientating and fucking confusing as hell. But fine. <clears throat> um, so anyway, yeah, he's 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 Batman now. Meanwhile, Valestra has got desperate because people are dying that he knows. So he's like, "Well, I know this one guy who might be able to help. He's <laughs> probably a terrible idea." But yeah, I mean. You you've got to be com- pretty desperate, <laughs> pretty fucking desperate to go and see that person, haven't you? Yes. So, you, <laughs> the thing I love about this scene, we get to see the World Fair now. Yeah. So we we saw it as it was brand new early in the movie. Now we see it now. It's all dilapidated and falling the, apart. The Go Ham Fair. Yes. Yes. Um. So, we uh. Uh, the, the the park rides start to make noise, and and then like Tommy Gun fire basically destroys like four or five of these these animatronic statues. Um, and we realize, of course, it's the Joker. Yeah. Uh, and he greets him like he's like our oh, old friend, you know. Um, and I think this is the only sort of time where you do sort of think, oh, did they really need the Joker? It kind of works, and and I can see why they did it because they were like, yeah. we need a major villain mm-hmm. for you know for this, and God, it would feel really weird making our first Batman movie without Mark Hamill. Yes, doing that his is thing, very true. You know, that is very true. Um, and I think it works kind of well. It's it's well enough, I think, because also you're 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 writing this for audiences that may have not watched the show. And I think yeah. it works really well. Like if you've watched the show, there's a lot in this that you can see back, you can look back on. Um, whereas if you've never watched the show, you can watch this as a movie, and it's a great introduction to all of it. That is very true. Um, so I, I do agree. It's not necessary, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, <clears throat> and I'm, 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 I'm still. It, it still does. Um... There is still that little piece of me that goes, I still can't believe that's Mark Hamill. Yeah, I know. He's so good. Even after all these years. So good. And I mean, before the, before this, I, I remember seeing him in the um, the original Flash series. Yes. Well, because he was the, uh, was it the trickster? I think he was the trickster, yeah. Yeah, um, I think and it was, he, he's kind of play, basically playing the, the, a similar character, isn't he? So it's a similar performance anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Valestra tells you know the Joker he's like, 
Batman's killing off the old the members of the gang, our old gang. Um, but Joker's like, I I know Batman. Yeah, he, he is not killing people <laughs> off. That's not well, no. First, first of all, he says maybe I I, I finally. Oh yeah, him he's really catch. excited because he's like maybe I broke him. Yeah, maybe this is it. Um, I made him just as mad as I am. But of course, Valestra reminds him. He's like, well, if he's taking out members of the gang, you're on the list too, Joker. It's yeah. not just me. Um, so uh, finally, this is it's weird the way this is cut together. But but Andrea ends her date with Arthur, which has been going on for I don't know, like a fucking day. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot has happened this evening. Um, yeah, I guess Batman's got a bloody jet. I guess he can get around. Um, yeah. So uh, she finds Batman in her room, and uh, again, they... like creepy, creepy stalker. Pretty creepy. He's just stood in the in the corner in the dark. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a great exchange between the two of them. Obviously, she knows who he is. Um, he asks about the men in the photograph with her father. She won't tell him anything. And in fact, basically, they, they end up having an argument over because Batman mistakenly says, oh, you're being controlled by your parents still. And, and like, Andrea's yeah. like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Like, yeah, she says, I'm up. sorry, which one of us is controlled by, her, by his parents? <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, Bruce. You walked into that one. Yeah, you didn't uh, think that one, did you? Yeah. Um, so they they both kind of know that each other. Well, they they both they both have information that each other wants, but they're too stubborn to basically work together or or figure it out. Um, later, Batman confronts the Phantasm on the rooftop, and we get a really exciting chase. Um, this is so f- I love this whole sequence. Yeah. Um, so Batman's confronting the Phantasm. Helicopter turns up to confront Batman. The Phantasm immediately dis- disappears. So of course, then the helicopter's like, "It there he is. He's the killer." He's, yeah. You know. Um. And uh, we get this massive uh chase. Is is Batman's hunted down on foot? Uh. He because of course he uses the uh the jet to catch up with Andrea, but then yeah. he lands the jet. So the police get hold of the jet. So he's then on foot running away. Uh, there's a guy there's one of the swap guys he's just yeah. banging on the on the canopy yeah it's like what like, are you doing dude what are you doing <laughs> um so uh he he basically batman gets hurt pretty bad and he has to hide in in, in a construction site yeah um and this is right out of i think it's year one this is yes this... yeah it is this is year one absolutely um it's a really great scene in year one yeah yeah absolutely uh so we we get the uh there's an explosion um as the police accidentally blow up the fucking place well the fucking swat turn up and they're the they've they're <laughs> the trigger happy machine gun yeah yeah they assholes. are well you think they oh dude dude they're the city swat team yeah and like how long has batman been around they have wanted to fucking take this guy down <laughs> for so long they're like this is my fucking moment like ever since we started on the on swat this is all yeah. i've wanted to do is take down batman and now i've got my chance um so uh but even bullock is like jesus christ yeah even bullock has you... to admit yeah <laughs> like, it's like... a bit much well because i guess ultimately bullock wants to find out who batman is and take him to prison not blow him up yeah i think so um and there's probably a bit of bullock this like oh, i know he's probably a good guy really you know yeah just being an asshole it's what i do um but uh but yeah so um he uh oh 
uses, I missed. I missed. Like, I missed a bit. Which bit did you miss? I missed a bit. Uh, the the phantasm goes to Valestra's apartment before this, and we get the explosion with Joker. Oh, is that Joker it? thinks it is Batman, then he realizes it's oh, not Batman. Okay. And so basically the phantasm oh, yes. escapes from the bomb and then Batman confronts the phantasm yeah. after that. Sorry, yeah. it's my bad. <clears throat> um you know. If you listen to this show, you know. It's always out of order and messed up. This is how we do things. Cause you uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, because you get that the, the, the creepy uh jokerized yes. uh guy. And it's I, I love the way they 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 do well, it's such Sal, a... isn't it? Sal's been given yeah, the, the, such the a good job in the animated series of of people that have been jokerized. Yeah, just how awful and creepy. Yeah, it yeah is. totally. Um, so yeah, um, Batman is uh, survives the blast in the in the construction site, but he's he's messed up, and he does this awesome thing where it, he I don't know how he does this, but he looks like he's shooting uh, his his grappling hook, and then yeah. he basically I guess he tied his cowl to the grappling put, hook. Yeah, to the graphic and to a, like a um, some sort of uh, trellis or something. Some sort yeah, of wooden... yeah. So, so it um, looks like Batman's taking off towards the helicopter, and these goddamn SWAT just obliterate it. Swish cheese this cape and cowl, and it disappears. Yeah. It basically disappears into nothing. It gets yeah. destroyed. Um, and then, of course, you know, a a maskless Bruce is is running, um, and uh, luckily for him, Andrea drives up. It's almost like she was in the area, yeah. uh, and, uh, and and picks up uh, Bruce. And they get away. Footage, she? she said she saw the on TV or something. Yeah, right? sure, okay, yeah. Um, right. So anyway, they they managed to get away from the police in in the car, um, and um, you know everything's out in the open now so whatever alfred's there bandaging bruce and he's talking to andrea obviously they they she knows he's batman um and um she finally tells bruce what she probably should have told him in the first place is what happened the night he proposed to her yeah uh, and we see in a flashback that carl uh was basically begging for his life in front of valestra's men mm-hmm. when andrea walked in and yeah. they're like, hey, we'll fucking murder your daughter too, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so Valestra basically he manages to plead for one more day. Yeah, Carl he? begs for like twenty four hours. He's like, I'll return the money that I've embezzled, and, and I'm sorry. And uh, he's like, Yeah, you you will, or you will die, and your daughter will die. Um, they leave, and of course, you know, Andrea is like, What the hell are you doing? He's yeah. like, we need to leave. We're leaving yeah, Gotham. I'm packing. We're getting the fuck out of here. And of course, she's like, I can't leave. I just got engaged. Like, yeah. I've, I've, I've just met the love of my life, and I'm engaged. And he's like, well, it's not safe for us, but we have to leave. Um, and and of course, we we flash back to the present, and um, she she explains to Bruce that you know her father did eventually pay off the debt. Um, but basically by that point, I guess interest, mob interest, Valestra's yeah. men is like, yeah, it's too little, too late. It's, you know, it's not enough. Um, and uh, of course, Bruce now thinks that the man in the phantasm costume is Carl. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's the voice of Carl as well, which is nice. You know, it's nice. Um, and uh, he thinks he's killing off the gangsters to be free of the debt. Um, it's it, We get another kiss between them and Alf- Alfred's like awkward again. Um, yeah. We even get a foot lift. We get a foot we lift. We do get a foot lift. Yeah, we do. Um, but of course, Bruce is like, I have to stop the phantasm. That's that's my number one job right now. Um, 
of course then horrifying revelation as bruce looks again at the photo of balestra and the angular man yeah and he just so happens to have a i don't know why he just so happens to have a red pen on him and <laughs> with that red pen he draws the lips and he's like oh my god Valestra's former bodyguard is the joker um meanwhile reeves is i do like the fact that they never say who he is they never give him a name they never no 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 we don't or um or jack napier i think the suggestion is that it's jack napier it had to be a suggestion didn't it because nicholson's deal would have meant that if they ever used the name jack napier they gave him fucking money yeah i I believe that's the deal he had and that's why they never did it they were always like it's someone else's joker it's not him yeah it's very different (laughs) um reeves is furious he is fuming that batman got away um but the joker confronts reeves and um you know basically talks about what's been going on they they kind of they, they, they talk about it and um the Joker is like, no, no, I, I've seen who is killing these people. It is not Batman. It's someone else. Um, and, and Reeves is like, what? It's not Batman? Like, then then who is it? Because, you know, now he's like, oh, God, I don't even know who it, who it is that's after me now at this point. But the no Joker's clearly worked out who it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Joker's figured Joker it. knows who it is. Um, but, of course, then the Joker doses Reeves, uh, Reeves with the toxin. Yep. Uh, not enough to kill him, but he is hospitalized uh with like laughing fits basically yeah um i love the, the doctors that, that are attending him like good please counsel control yourself it's like he's you know drunk. he's poisoned right <laughs> why do you keep saying... yeah, yeah exactly why do you keep saying control yourself they're please? like it's his fault yeah <laughs> yeah it's like he's like i don't know like coughing or something or sneezing <laughs> like, how yeah. dare you sneeze he's just doing it on purpose yeah yeah like he's doing it to annoy them or something um Anyway, Batman confronts Reeves and he tries to get some information from him. He gives the information, but he's laughing in between. He's kind of, you know, he's. he's... I do love his when he comes, when Batman comes through the window and he's laughing. He goes, Oh, Oh, no. no." (laughs) (laughs) He's laughing. It's brilliant. It is awesome. Um, So uh, basically, he gets the details Reeves' connections to the Beaumonts. um, And um, basically, Arthur kept in touch with Carl while he was abroad and it was helping him to set up funds um but reeves asked carl for help uh financing an election and carl refused so arthur basically took the the uh, sold out carl to the mob yeah um is basically what happens so this i I really do think this story is really nicely written and tied together it's it's, really good you know that's that's why it's genuinely probably the best batman movie yeah i mean it's it's really goddamn good um meanwhile batman searches uh andrea's apartment for for clues and um finds a picture he finds the locket doesn't he with a picture of him and andrea inside and he realizes yeah. okay maybe what she was telling me was true you know maybe you know she did love me and it was because of all this um the phone rings and uh of course batman answers it uh and it's the joker with another bomb in the yeah. apartment um of course batman escapes and he recognizes the design of the plane it's kind of a distinctive world's fair plane yeah. that came in to uh to, to to drop the bomb so of course he's deduced the joker's hiding place uh he's hiding out in the ruins of the gotham world fair now what i'm pretty sure has you know 
now occurred in Batman's detective mind is that Andrea is the phantasm. Yes. Because otherwise, why would the Joker be blowing up Andrea's apartment? Her house, yeah. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure this is the point. We don't really see that, but I'm assuming this is the point where Batman realizes, oh, the phantasm is her. Yeah. Um, so we get one final flashback. We see uh, Andrea uh, returning to her father's new home with some groceries. Um, and we see Valestra's bodyguard leaving. Um, yep. She runs in, screams in horror, and um, the, uh, the well, what, who would be the Joker? Um, basically, we see outside eating a, eating an apple from her groceries that she dropped on the floor and casually yep. walking away. Even before he became the Joker, he was a psychopath. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is no surprise. Um, of course, the, the Phantasm approaches the Joker, but of course the Joker's like, hey, good plan. You did well, Andrea. I know who you are. Um, she he sets off a big fan thing, and and she's like, it's an engine, isn't it? It's a, it's a oh, it's like a yeah, sorry, it's like a jet engine or something. She's getting pulled. Towards I, do, I, I do, I do love the the interaction between the Joker and the the uh, the anim the animate the uh, robot. Oh, the robot wife, wife chopping up <laughs> yeah. uh, the baloney that when she turns up, which is quite funny. Yeah, they set that up earlier as well, <laughs> didn't they? With the uh, the mob boss yeah. visiting. Yeah, um, yeah. She takes off the mask and she's like, "Okay, you know who I am." Doesn't change anything. Still gonna murder you. Yeah. Um, but of course, yeah, the jet thing happens. Batman arrives in the nick of time and sacrifices his bat bike to to save her. He drives the bike into the uh, into the engine, blowing yep. it up. Um, this was a dodgy thing to do. It could have blown them both up, but never. Mind. I mean, yeah. I mean, they do. They, they, when they, when they hit the deck, they do nearly get. Decapitated mm. by flying bits of flames. Yeah, it's like congratulations, I saved you. You're going to be horribly mangled from shrapnel, but you <laughs> yeah, lived. You might have cut you in half. But yeah. you're, you're still alive for now. Um, so yeah, Batman saves uh, Andrea, and obviously she is, you know, she is out for vengeance, and you know, yeah. um, she says that's all she's got now. All she's got is vengeance. Um, but. You know, Batman tells her, like, you know, please leave. Let me deal with the Joker. The Joker's my jam. It's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um, the the Batman and Joker fight. We get some great bits where, like, the Joker's disguised as a building in in the model. That is brilliant. I love <laughs> to see the, the tower moving around behind Batman. So, World's greatest It's Brilliant. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um. But obviously, eventually, the fight starts a fire, and the World's Fair is burning. Um, uh, Andrea didn't leave. She she grabs the Joker eventually, and she yep. she says that her, her crusade will never end, no matter what happens. <clears throat> um, but there's a huge explosion. Um, Batman got away, but Andrea is uh, assumed dead by Batman. Yeah. Killed in the explosion. And I think they they were they were thinking that that was also going to be the end of the Joker as well for the, the cartoon. They think they were initially they were thinking that was it. They they both be dead. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Um, you can't get rid of Mark Cavill as Joker. Not from that show. He is like <laughs> synonymous with that yeah. show. You know. Um. So later in the Batcave uh bruce you know is obviously upset that he wasn't able to to save andrea um and alfred quite rightly says you know she might not have wanted to survive 
there's a good chance she wanted to die. Yeah. She didn't want to be saved by you. Um, uh, Bruce sees like a glimmer off in the in the distance in the cave, and he runs and finds the locket from Andrea's apartment, which I'm assuming was left there as a clue to be like, "Hey, I'm still alive." I'm, I'm still, still alive. alive. Yeah. Um. And uh, meanwhile, on a cruise, we we see Andrea looking out to sea, and she says she's she's he this sleazy guy comes up. To I her do love that like, guy comes out and he sees her and he like smoothes his hair like, back. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a sad looking woman on deck. I'm in here. She looks heartbroken. Time for me to make my move. (laughs) (laughs) So so he walks up to her and he says, hey, hey, doll or something, something condescending. He's like, hey, doll, are you you alone out here? And she's like, always, I'm truly alone in the world. Yeah, it's like, like, whoa, (laughs) okay. Yeah, even his face drops. He's like, I can't leave you alone. That's that's, that's too much emotion for me to deal with right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go back to the party. Yeah, what an amazing fucking delivery that was. Well. Oh, it's such great delivery. I, I, uh, you know, and obviously that brings the movie to an end. Uh, a, a fantastic film, honestly. If you yeah. if you like Batman and you haven't watched it, I, I highly, highly recommend that you check out Mask of the Phantasm. I think plot wise, it probably is the best Batman movie. Like, I, I yeah. it's really well written. It's really well tied together. If you grounded it a little more. Because obviously, if it wasn't a cartoon, if it was live action, you'd have to ground some of this a bit more. Yeah. Uh, this works so well. It really it's does. So good. It's such a good. We've got an established Batman. We get a few great. Uh, the the uh, origin of Batman story mixed with the love story is so yeah. much more effective. That that two worlds and having to pick between the two so much better than than what we got in Batman Begins. I mean, I like Batman Begins. Good movie, but. I, I do think this is far more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the weakest part, which you touched on, and I guess we'll touch on now as we bring this to an end, is is Andrea being this this phantasm? Phantasm, yeah. Um, I will kind of I give it a pass because so much time has passed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, if she's gone away and done some Batman style training. Yeah, well, I think we, she's already established that she. I, I, she, I, mean, she I took. She took I buy Bruce that she's able to do it. I just buy. I. I. I think the only thing that I, is that that you don't assume that it's her all along. I think it's. I think that's the I only think thing. The I movie don't... tips its hat far too early. It's. it's yeah, really it's... obvious that it's her. Yeah. Early on, um, I agree. And um, I think you know, both Paul Dini and Bruce Tim, who were who were you know the people the two dudes behind. Um, the animated series and, and you know and subsequently many other amazing batman and, and yeah. superman things were so good and you know this is this is proof if ever if, if proof ever, ever needed is if you want to um you know make a really good sort of batman series or, or superhero series hey give it to people who really love it and really know what they're doing you know may, maybe marvel has kind of lost their way with that at the moment did you see the thing recently when marvel said that People knowing the comics is a red flag for the writing room. It's like okay, oh uh, really? Yeah, that 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 makes fucking sense, doesn't it? I mean, I understand sometimes that some people can be too close to the the source, and that might not be good for it. But you've got to kind of write people who know what they're doing, surely. At least know uh, yeah, a bit of the story. I, I absolutely agree, um, and I think they were fucking great. It, I think it says quite a lot about them, to be honest. Yeah, it does. 
And also, um, the Phantasm makes another appearance in um, Batman Beyond. There's an episode of Batman Beyond with Amanda Waller. Um, right. She's she's talking to um, Terry McGinnis, isn't it? Yeah. And she was planning on make, forcing him to be Batman. Um, and there's a scene where he's leaving um, a like a cinema, very much like Bruce did. Mm. And Waller apparently had hired an agent to kill his parents to force him into being the Batman. And the you see the Phantom. Oh, uh, really? I, I didn't like Phantasm. Yeah, it's, I, 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 I didn't know it. I didn't rem- certainly didn't remember from the, from seeing the, the cartoons. But I looked. I, I saw the. The, the clip on YouTube, and then you see you see her, and it's um, she refuses to do it in the end. She 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 walks away. She refuses to kill the parents, and um, you you see her talking to Waller and saying, you know, no, I wouldn't do it. And she pulls the mask off, and it's a much older and- uh, Andrea. It's really cool. That's awesome. I I've watched quite a bit of um, Batman of the Future or Batman Beyond, but I haven't seen that one. That's really. I'm, cool. I'm pretty sure I've seen all of it, but I obviously just didn't remember that. Oh, cool. Oh, we'll definitely check that out. Yeah, and again, you know, the reason we were watching, we we watched this is for Co- for Kevin Conroy, and and he is still he's such an amazing. This is probably one of his best performances in an amazing, you know, selection of performances of the Batman. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely, I agree. Um, he's always been my my favorite Batman. Yeah. Um, I think he does the best Batman and the best Bruce Wayne. He's the best yeah. both. He's fantastic. Uh, but I've always said the same about Hamill. I think Hamill is my favorite Joker as well. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, they they always were that kind of, you know, if those two are together, it's yeah. going to be a bloody good, you know. And like I, like I said, you know, the other week when we were talking about, you know, Hamill and, 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 and Conroy, and, and uh, Hamill said, you know, when someone said, would you like to play the Joker again? And he said, "Is he always say is, is Kevin doing it? Because if Kevin's doing it, I'll do it." You know, no, you know, no argument. Oh, yeah, sure, I'll do it if Kevin if, if Kevin's doing it. Yeah. And yeah, they were just such an amazing, you know, pair. fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a real shame that Conroy's obviously passed, which is, I think, one of the reasons we were doing this, right? Yes. Um, real shame. Um, I mean, I, I think he'd mostly kind of retired from Batman anyway at this point, but um, such a great voice actor and talent, and yeah. um, just yeah, That's a real, real shame. I mean, you know, they, I'm sure they would have brought him back for another one at some point. Maybe if they were doing another, you know, I think there's always been talk of of, of another um, Batman Beyond. So maybe he, yeah. Do do the voice for, for for the older Batman again? Yeah, he, he now, he's, so now he's closer to the age, closer to the age that, he, that the older Batman would have been. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But anyway, that was Batman: The Mask of the Phantasm from 1993, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommended from us, and uh, of course, we will be back next time with our usual, you know, reviews. Seen a few things. Um, But until then, stay safe, take care, and we will catch you next time. Bye.